Welcome y bienvenidos to Presently Aquí with Claudia, an insightful mindfulness podcast to help you discover ways to control your thoughts, emotions, fears, and essentially mastering self-love. Hi everyone and welcome to Presently Aquí with Claudia. I am your host, Claudia. And um, again, you know, I, I just always exciting to have someone come on and have these beautiful conversations today. And so uh, welcome everyone. And this is a beautiful community of healers where we come together, converse about our lives and how we're able to help others that are on their journey as well. And today I have a special guest. Her name is Michelle. She's a self-mastery coach who guides people to take quantum leaps in their lives. She has a master's degree in psychology and is a certified psycho-spiritual life coach and a mindset mentor. Her mission is to help creative overachievers transform their lives by teaching them to access their total potential. She guides her clients to align spiritually, connect to their body, and reprogram their subconscious mind so that they can elevate their vibrational frequency and attract abundance into their lives. And after I finish saying all that, it's obvious why she's on the show. So uh, welcome, beautiful. Hi, thank you. Thank you so much for having me. I'm honored. Yes. And prior to this, we just discovered that our parents are both from Colombia. So we're like, oh my God, you're Colombian too. <laughs> you get the, the little uh, like binding, right? Like, hey. We're both from the same so it's kind of you know having that deeper understanding of how we grew up right that's where yeah. that's where that comes from yes 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 i believe the culture and then you know you being in this space you understand really well that coming from uh, that background it's you redefining that background it's a big thing right so yeah. we're definitely going to dive into all of that um but before we begin um my new habit now is to take three deep breaths together um, so we can kind of cleanse the energy of the day and start this conversation fresh and clean. So if you like, you can close your eyes or I invite you to put your eyes in a looking down or somewhere where you feel comfortable and relaxed. So here we go. We're going to take one deep breath. Inhale all the goodness and all the love and we're going to exhale all the things that were on our mind. It could be good or bad, just releasing it all. Inhaling, coming back into our bodies. Exhaling everything that was on our mind. Inhale all the love. Exhale all the fear, doubts, and worries of the day. This really does allow us to start fresh in this new conversation. And then for the listener, they can definitely absorb what is going to come through today. So, hi, beautiful. Hi, Isn't it such a, it's it's only deep, three deep breaths, but it's, right? It's so powerful. I love so that. Powerful. That's how I love to start everything I do as well. So, I'm glad we... We align there. <laughs> yes, definitely. So again, thank you for coming on. And I'm so excited to get onto your journey. So uh, as usual, the listener, if you're first time coming into Presently Aki with Claudia, I usually dive into um, the healer's journey as a butterfly, 
right? So we go through our caterpillar cocoon and butterfly metamorphosis. So starting with our caterpillar stage, Michelle, my love, what were some of the challenges you face coming into your path to self-discovery? I love that, the way you approach it, by the way. Thank uh, you. It's so cute. <laughs> uh, okay, so I've had quite a few, and I'm still working through some challenges, as we all mm. probably are, but the ones that really, I feel like, were the most um, difficult, the most, like, in the core <laughs> were self-victimization. I did a lot of that growing up. Uh, you know, like why, if my life would have been this way or if I had this or that, I did a lot of that. And that's something that I had to, on my own, just work through it right. and really get into the, into the character of uh, a student as opposed to a victim. Mm -hmm. right? And trying to fit in, fitting in societally and yes. trying to find safety and just right. being comfortable. And, you know, because I come from a Colombian background, I felt like I was never Colombian enough for my Colombian <laughs> people yes. Yes. and never like American enough for yes. my American friends. And it was Absolutely. so difficult for me, mm -hmm. especially like in high school where you're like trying to figure out mm -hmm. your group. Yes. And I never quite found it, honestly. I have a group of friends, but I never felt like I was totally myself Yeah. because I was trying so hard to be mm -hmm. like one group when I was with them or another group when I was with them. Right. So that was a big challenge. And like embracing that I didn't have to be this or that. I could just be me and I didn't have to fit into like a container. Yeah. Um, I'm sure you, you can relate, right? <laughs> Ooh, can I? Oh, if I tell you, you're going to be appalled. In high school, there was a small group of Colombian kids. They were not interested in having me in that group. Yeah. And we had a multicultural dance. And so I definitely couldn't dance for my country. But I danced for Venezuela, which, by the way, they were all so welcoming and loving and kind. They're like, it, it was so I completely understand the journey of not... Also, because you're not born there, right? When we're not born there, sometimes you're chastised because you're not born. I I'm sorry, I didn't make the choice of not being, right? And then being from another country, not, and that, so then the American friends are like, well, you're not a, you're, you're Latina. And so kind of, so yeah. it, it's, it's a, and then finding, right? High school is so tough for yeah. you to go through these things and, and no navigation, right? Especially because, you know, for, for, following your your north star you're by yourself right if you were wanting to be like everyone else it would have been easy you would have just swooped into one of these little clicks and boom what just allowed them to mold me but mm -hmm. I, mm -hmm. it was just so difficult right <laughs> so uh, glad i went through it <laughs> no it it was so difficult i can only imagine because it stays with you right after time even i'm telling the story still like i can't believe that you think as a kid that where you would be easily accepted you're not yeah. and that that because you are still a child it still creates trauma because yes. your brain is still being developed and you're being traumatized unbeknownst to the kids they're kids too um but they they're you know whatever however they were brought up to just be so um i don't even know 
uppity, <laughs> you know, about where they're from. And now we know better. It's like, it doesn't matter. These yeah. are just dividing lines, right? So at what point were you, did you realize that you were self-victim, self-victimizing yourself? Like, when did you see that mirror reflection back? Um, okay, so I don't, I can't recall a specific mm. moment, but I do remember my whole life, my mom would always tell me that my mind was so powerful mm-hmm. and that I needed to, that my thoughts and words were orders to the universe. I don't know where she got that from. It was like an innate knowing right, right. she never, she's not, it's like, she's not in this world, but it's like, right. she had this like, um, gift, I guess. Right. Mm-hmm. And that always stayed with me. I didn't believe it right. because her results didn't show for it. Like I didn't see her very successful. She was always talking about not having enough money. So like mm-hmm. this scarcity mindset, but she always said that to me. So it's like, she believed it, but she didn't um, apply it in a way yeah. like she didn't develop it. So I feel like just, she planted that little seed in my, in my mind. And just throughout my journey, just, I've always been curious about the mind and about how it works and it made me wonder like is it really that powerful and I started to read books about it and then I'm like okay maybe she was right um maybe I don't know how but maybe she was right and it was kind of this just like an awakening through like a process of awakening I don't feel that it was like a specific moment right right wow yeah it's it's these little things that come up was any was there any a book that stood out for you or a quote or some study that you saw that you kind of like, oh, wait a minute, the epiphany hit? Okay, so there's this, my first ever like self-development, self-help book was actually gifted to me by my mom. Like mm-hmm. my mom was like the guide, but she, I, I always tell her, I'm like, you know, if you would have like done more, like you could have probably achieved so much. And I tell her, I'm like, you have it like in you, like el don, like the gift. Right. But anyway, she gifted me this book called um, You Can Heal Your Life by mm. Louise L. Hay. Okay. Oh, Louisa. Ah, yes, yes. I was like maybe 20, 21. Right. So I read the book and I was fascinated by the concepts, the ideas. It's like metaphysical, right? So like mm-hmm. the power of the mind, of the intention of your words, of like the energy behind your words. Right. And I loved the ideas. But I didn't like, they were like too magical to be mm-hmm. true for me back then, you know? Right. And I didn't believe in magic. I didn't believe As that. a first introduction, you're like, okay, lady, this, I get yeah. it, but. <laughs> right. You're, you know, it, it, I didn't emotionalize all those mm-hmm. concepts. Mm-hmm. But again, they were like, like little seeds. And then when I read it the second time around, maybe like two, two three years ago, it was also like, like I was able to absorb it because I did so much of the work, like opening my mind to the possibilities of infinite abundance of a a universal life force energy that we all have access to. Mm -hmm. So that book is like one I really recommend to everyone. And again, I mean, they probably won't be able to really emotionalize it right away, but just like kind of reading it over and doing the work. It's a great book. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I, I definitely understand. Books are magic. Books are magic on their own, right? It doesn't, the words, um, I always admire how people are able to be so eloquent and transfer their their magic, their own magic into paper, into words, and then have it, have the reader 
really feel right and, and change you yes that's actually one of my long-term goals write a book same we're working on it yeah, same. <laughs> because it is magic and it's it it's, it takes a lot to really deliver exactly what you're trying to deliver because right? sometimes there's some things that you try it's so difficult to put into words right because it comes from so deep within right because it's abstract right it's yes. it, like how do i put this feeling into paper into words right because yeah. when you tap in so deep there are no words i feel yeah right and it's like also, even if you find the word it's like are those words gonna reach the reader because that's another obstacle right all the the reader's limiting beliefs and right paradigms like trying to break through those right. beliefs so that it really gets to the reader yeah right i learned that it's about becoming a good storyteller mm -hmm. that's the, that's the power there is becoming a good storyteller so i'm like mm -hmm. okay i kept that up there it's up there in my little i was mental note mm -hmm. watching a, a training on um with donald miller i don't know if that's what no. you're referring to no. he, he talks about like becoming a good storyteller huh. and how to actually use that in your business and sales and in everything to do with um interacting and creating relationships with people and that's i mean that's essentially what you're doing when you're writing a book right you're creating a relationship mm -hmm. a deep relationship yeah yeah i i know i'm excited to when the journey comes right when that yeah just it'll you know how it is so just be like hey tap tap it's time, it's time. Michelle you're like <laughs> it's oh. time and the universe will literally just push you if you're if you're resisting <laughs> yes right <laughs> I love I love when they do that like hey like no and they keep throwing that at you and you're like okay fine and it's like right. oh you're not gonna do it on your own I'm gonna make you right right because it's it's right that's what I talk about after we did the three breaths about what comes through, right? If we don't know what's coming through that needs to be heard, read, or seen, right? For mm -hmm. actors that are able to embody physicality of what is translated through word or um, um, feeling, right? So they're able to embody that. So it's pure magic. Mm -hmm. um, so as you're going through the, you know, your childhood and traversing the challenges would did you have support of your family as you're going into this self-discovery journey or uh were you also having trouble you know access assessing yourself as you're discovering these aspects within you and seeing our you know the part of the culture how it kind of clashes to what you're in the space in now mm -hmm. yeah the cultural definitely clashes um it wasn't like direct pushback from my family. Like, like I said, my mom has always mm -hmm. been very like, right. you can do whatever you want. Your thoughts are orders in the universe, but it's more of like indirect, right? It's more of like those limiting beliefs that she acts on or that mm -hmm. like my extended family, my, my siblings, my aunts, mm -hmm. my uncles, just like, it's been more of like, uh, I, I wish I could just open your head and put all these thoughts and change these, um, norms right mm -hmm. so yeah. it's been more of that as opposed to like direct pushback like my family has been thankfully very supportive nice. um if i hold a workshop they want to join if it's in spanish <laughs> right 
And I do love that you you do that on Instagram, right? You're not only providing the knowledge that you have to share with the community in English, but you do it in Spanish. So that way it's so important for our community to start to understand what our generation is trying to do, which is heal generational trauma, yes. right? Because I'm sure, at, I, I, and I would love to hear your opinion on this. I'm sure that at some point, you know, our moms, our abuelitas, their moms and, you know, our, our father's side as well, that everyone's intuition at some point knew that something wasn't right. It just didn't have the tools mm -hmm. to follow that or, or even the privilege to do so. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, yeah. Her, I feel like a hundred percent, like there was that, there's always that intuition where we're intuitive beings. Right. Mm -hmm. So I feel like for my mom, it was more, maybe the privilege because she came to this country and she didn't have any, she didn't have a legal status. Right. She didn't speak the language. So it was kind of like, she wasn't thinking about like, oh, how can I expand my potential? It was more like, how can I survive? Right. Like, okay. Um, but definitely I feel like um, it's been, it's been that, that, that challenge of like, there's something off, but I guess that's just how life is, right? Mm, that one, right? That's just okay. how life is. This is how it is, and this is the the uh, what how what how does it go? The card we were the deck we were dealt, the card we were dealt, like, right? The, right, the cards we were dealt, right? Yeah. And this is how it goes, and and you know, looking around back then in their generation, no one's doing following their north star. No one's really going into the journey of self discovery. Right. Yeah. It's more about we don't we don't want to create any ripples in the ocean. Let's just oh, leave it on. as. <laughs> and that's where all the gaslighting and all these bad habits on communication with each other. Right. With yeah. our families and how we talk to each other and how, you know, and, and it just takes us to come in. And it's it's a beautiful gift. Um Because, you know, as you're seeing your family and you said you want to, you we all feel this way, how we just wish to open their head. Like, hey, let me let me retype some of this programming in there and <laughs> and do all this. But because of their struggle, right, it, it welcomes this open door when you come and you're born to, un, to kind of undo it, right? Mm -hmm. And how when i know you noticed it when you were starting to become self-aware and coming into your journey um and in the beginning you're you're gonna know this in the beginning for a lot of the listeners this is a good thing because a lot of the listeners are beginning their journey so in the beginning of your journey you really do come into this extreme savior complex Mm -hmm. where what you've become aware of, you want the world to know you. It's kind of like you you just became in love and you want everyone to know I'm in love. <laughs> Let me share it with everybody. Um, how did you navigate that in the beginning of this this space? Because that's what is what occurs naturally. Yeah, definitely. Like it was so frustrating for me <laughs> to like be awakened or start my awakening process and then seeing my loved ones, my family or my close friends, not in that path. It's like, but wait, no, like right. I want to save you. I want you to come with me. And, and then I realized, you know, I have to let go. It's their journey. Like mm -hmm. I can, 
expose them and I can grant them the knowledge, the wisdom that I've acquired and I can be here and be open for them whenever they're ready. If they're ever ready and kind of just acceptance that maybe they won't be ready ever in this lifetime, you know, maybe it's just not their lifetime. I'm open to the possibility that there are multiple lifetimes for our souls. So that's why I say in this lifetime, maybe in their next lifetime, they they will be ready. Yeah. Actually, when you were saying that, what came through was, and I never had this thought before. Uh, I do a lot of channeling in my podcast for a lot of people who are always tapping in. Uh, that I, That's what I do. It cleanses space. So whatever needs to come through will. Um, when you were saying that, what came through was maybe it's not about them doing it the next lifetime. Maybe it's you as they're your ancestor, even though they're still here, that you are the door. And we are the door, right? That we channel and we clean. So there is no next time because the next time would be continuing the work that we've implemented, you know? So that's, I don't know. I'm, it's a theory. That's what just came through. Oh, and I was like, I oh, <laughs> maybe we're the answer to their prayers. Yes. Maybe they did work in their past lifetime. Uh-huh. Right. And then it's reflected. Maybe. Right. I love that. I love that idea. Yeah. Because I, something I never thought about also, which is going to be true, we're going to be our children's ancestors, our grandchildren's ancestors. So how do we show up, right? That's a huge responsibility for us doing the work and wanting to, because we, we definitely reflect on our ancestors and what they've done, right? For you and me and everyone who's doing this generational trauma healing, and it's not on purpose, it's just by being our truest selves is what comes through and how we're able to do the healing, right? Yes, yes, allowing ourselves to really exist in our full authenticity. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and do you, how do you deal with, and this is part of it, when we are in the space, because we are way showers, right, for our families, how do you deal with judgment? And I am talking about intuitive, when you can feel it, not when you hear it, right? How in your family you can sense that? How do you traverse that water? Um, so I try really to, again, be an observer. Um, mm. When I know that, when I feel that there's stuff that that isn't aligning, feelings that aren't aligning, thoughts that aren't aligning, I honestly, I just let it just be mm-hmm. slow through me. Mm-hmm. It's hard, you know, mm-hmm. to not really mm-hmm. let it get to me and not really own it. But I do, a, I've done a lot of work on like, you know, being an observer, being an right. observer of my, of the right. situations that are happening in the outside world and knowing that it has nothing to do with me. Mm-hmm. It has a lot to do with them and the work they have or haven't done. And their experiences, their pains, their fears. So just really like disconnecting myself from that or like mm-hmm. my value right. from what they have to say or, or their judgments. Right, absolutely, that's beautiful. Um, and I ask that because I feel that because this is, uh, even the, the podcast itself is a way show or itself uh, for our community, and for anyone that's going to come into the space and listen to this whenever they're ready and are um, and wanting to hear 
us leading the space. Um, again, you know, I'm in, in a place where there are no dividing lines, but we live in a world where they are, right? Um, I'm not Latina. I'm not this. I'm not that. I'm just a human. And then I'm a woman. And then, and then, and then, right? Mm-hmm. But since we are here and um, the young people in our community will come to and start looking for for this space. Where are there women like us or Latinas like us, Hispanic, however the word is, right, that where we come from, it's important for us to have this conversation so that way, that's why I was asking, how do you traverse? Because they're going to come into this space, right, when they start coming into the self-discovery aspect, um, whether it's this generation or the next generation, um, by then there's going to be such a difference by the next generation of way showers, right? Where there's going to be so many people coming into their space, uh, their inner space. And so this conversation, I'm now realizing that it's bigger. It's always bigger than, than us, but more so for the younger generation that's going to come into this space and going to have trouble traversing the waters of our culture right of our of our family of our parents our abuelitas and abuelitos and we don't want to disappoint them right we don't want to let them down but how what is your advice for someone who wants to be able to stand in their truth and still not um be so um detached from the family not feel so alone in that journey i mean honestly education educating your family Mm. really in in a conversational way not in a a more than you i feel Mm. like that's something that happens a lot when people are awakening when people are you know they're evolving spiritually yes internally and then they they feel like well you know i'm higher than mm-hmm. x y or z because mm-hmm. i am at a different level of consciousness and awareness so mm-hmm. just keeping that in mind like checking your your ego uh so conversations from like heart to heart right and very educational and maybe you know having them join you in a meditation mm. um and you know always remembering that we're still family even if they don't agree with you they don't if they don't believe because they're maybe extremely catholic mm-hmm. and you know these these are challenging <laughs> a lot of beliefs in many religions um so just you know not being pushy don't be pushy because, mm-hmm. but also don't be completely disconnected try to include the family yeah in a very passive way right Right. I love that. I love them more, right? Unless they're like, oh, I love this. Yes, go for it. (laughs) Yeah, go. (laughs) When you get the invitation, just run into it because that's really rare. But there are, I feel like even I feel more surprised that our abuelitas, our abuelitos, they are more in tune because they're so um, about their grandchildren. So whatever they're doing, they're more like, hey, tell me more, right? Mm -hmm. Um, I feel like they're more open, not not to understand deeply and change their lives, but to understand you per se, and right? Connect. Yes. So those exactly. are the opportunities. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. And you know, if this subject can be very touchy because mm. of like religion and mm-hmm. and like spirituality and 
the differences and the things right. in common. So it's always like kind of trying to create the connection between the both because they can be connected. They don't necessarily exist in the same exact space. Right. Not for everyone. Right. So it's just like, you know, finding the, the common ground. Right. Right. Their beliefs. Absolutely. And I love that you brought up um, when you start your path to self-discovery, how the ego likes to think that it's better, right, from having this knowledge or a different level of consciousness. Um, when you do think that you're better, think that you are better as the bigger person and not to fall into the ego trap. Yes. And from an, like an empathy yes. standpoint, right? Like yes. understanding, okay, I have evolved but maybe they're still in their in their journey and right. I'm, I want to help them if I can right 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 that mental way correct right and those are the moments that we get that invitation from the universe to how can I express my authenticity to the people that I love the most and are here for me the most in a kind loving space right without creating friction, right? Because the ego will want to do that. So um, the the biggest takeaway here is don't let the ego start thinking that it's spiritually better than anyone in in your household or your family, because then, yeah. But you, for, for, for everyone who's beginning, they're going to see it. They're going to understand this. (laughs) And for the seasoned person, they're well aware of this is what goes on. Right. So, um, that's, that's just beautiful. So at what point in your journey, um, you know, as you're going to school, right, and college, where did you realize that you, you, you know, as you're going through your self-discovery journey, that you wanted to pivot into the different space um, and, you know, getting deeper with yourself, right, and allowing what would eventually come through as a coach, right, in, in, in a way, and how did how did that pivot moment come to you to say, you know what, this is what I want to do with what I'm learning with about myself? So I went into psychology thinking like, this is what this is the study of the mind. This is the what I'm interested in, um, the power of the mind. And I pursued it. And once I started, I was already almost finished with my master's degree and I was in my um you call that practice no not internship my internship Mm. I was out in the field right so I was doing the work that I was so excited to do and then I you know I started to realize like this is not what I wanted to do this is not what I thought (laughs) it was right so it was very much like on a surface level right what what I was what I studied and not that it's not important, but like, I felt that I needed to go deeper. Like I wanted to go to the root. Right. And so I was very disappointed. I was very sad, you know, seven years of schooling. Right. And I was almost finished and I'm like, Oh, this isn't exciting me. Like mm. this isn't exciting. Like, yes, I'm going to have a job with the New York city department of ed, which is like, I mean, for the, the Latino community, it's like prestigious, right? You right. And um, benefits, all this good stuff, right? What you think mm-hmm. is perfect. And I'm like, I should be excited, but I'm not excited. I mean, I'm thankful, but not excited, not inspired. So I remember it was around the pandemic. 
-hmm. when it first started, because that's when I, that was my last year of my master's degree. And I was in my internship and one night I was just laying in bed and I started crying. Mm -hmm. I didn't know why. Like I was really just feeling, I wasn't even thinking, I wasn't aware of why I was crying, but like my body was really like, my soul was like feeling things and I didn't know why. So it was like telling me something and I'm like, why am I feeling like this? Why am I crying when Mm. everything is good going well, right? And then, you know, I started thinking and I started to explore and I'm like, you know, it's like a message. I like from my, Mm -hmm. my soul is telling me like, you need to go deeper. This isn't, this isn't what you're here to do. Right. So I started to, you know, explore, do research. Like how can I go deeper with this component of like psychology and helping people and the mind, but at a way deeper level. So I started to explore and I found, I came across a spiritual life coaching program. Mm -hmm. I'm like, this sounds more in alignment. It's based on psycho spiritual exercises to heal, to create permanent changes in your life. And I'm like, wow, this, this sounds very in tune. Mm-hmm. So as I was still finishing my master's, I, I started this program and I just started putting myself out there. I finished the program and I was just like, okay, this, this sounds like something I can do on the side right. until, you know, it's fully up and running. Right. And then the universe pushed me off the cliff. Like I said, like, I was like, very like, okay, I want to do this. I want to be a coach. I don't know how, I don't know, you know, where to start. So I was taking very tiny little steps. Mm -hmm. And then because of, okay, so not to be controversial, but no, please, please, (laughs) please. I didn't get vaccinated. I didn't feel feel comfortable, you know, whoever, you know, I respect everyone's decision, but Absolutely. I did my re- decision to be respected as well. Yes. And I got fired from the New mm-hmm. York City Department of Education. I don't know. I if can you only know, imagine. Yep. You know about that whole commotion? I do. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't, I teach children mindfulness. I can't teach in the public school system here in California because it's mandated. Mm. So. Yeah. Same in New York City. I got fired. I got put on unpaid leave and then fired. So it was like, and I, yes, I was scared when they told me like, you're going to get terminated. I was like, this yeah. is the job, the dream job with uh-huh. benefits, with everything right. I thought I wanted and needed right. and I'm going to get fired. But I'm right. like, okay. I allowed myself to feel that fear, right. but I didn't allow it to dictate my decision. I was like, mm-hmm. no, I know what I need and I know what I'm what I like what my soul is telling me and I'm not going to get vaccinated because I'm scared like if I'm going to do it it's because I choose to do it and I want to do it right because I'm scared if this is happening it's the universe pushing me off the cliff Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. it's going to be for a higher purpose there's there has to be a light at the end of the tunnel I know I don't see it right now but (laughs) there and just trusting right it was a lot of trusting myself and the universe because I didn't know what I was going to do right mm-hmm. I just lost my right. income I lost my livelihood in a sense you know that's what I was yeah going to school for for so many years right and it just provided me opportunities to 
expand my business, to give more energy, more love, more time to my business. And um, the rest is history. Like that, that's how I got here. And I continued to further educate myself. I then found a, um, I don't know if, do you know Proctor Gallagher, the Proctor Gallagher Institute, Bob Proctor? Yeah, I know Bob Proctor. Uh-huh. I didn't know so, he had an institute. Okay. Yes. So I, um, I became a Proctor Gallagher consultant. So okay. I went and studied like mindset and all, I mean, if you know about Proctor, you know about like all he talks about, all he preaches, right. so pretty much all of his approach to abundance, to manifestation. So then I, you know, I'm, I'm an infinite student of life. So I'm, I'm like, I'm going to learn for the rest of my life. I'm always going to yes. be enrolling courses and learning. Yes. I love it. So I did that as well. And I, now what I do, I just implement everything I've learned, everything I've developed in my offering to my clients. And I still, I still do work as a school psychologist for uh, agencies mm -hmm. virtually, but that's like my main focus right now is my business. And if it wouldn't have been for that terrible thing of right. getting fired, right. I wouldn't be where I am right now. hundred percent. Um, and that's, that's, that's the magic. Yes. Of trusting, trusting yes. your gut, not acting yes. on fear. Mm -hmm. Because when we make decisions out of fear, what is, what are we telling the universe? Right. Yeah, Cause it's yeah. also, we're not trusting ourselves yeah. because um, you know, I'm here, you know, I don't really, I always dive deep. I go in deep because this is the space I'm always in the deep end, in the abyss. I don't, I don't really, you know, I'm not here to walk through, you know, I'm not the coach here, right? I'm, I'm the podcaster and the podcast here is about mindfulness and in the mindfulness space, there's, it's the umbrella to everything because the mind, we think that the mind is in control, but really the heart is. And so when we are able to control our minds, then the heart can come through, right? Um, that's the deeper mindfulness to me, right? Because I, I watch all these teachers and listen to them and they're still stuck in here in the aspect of the mind, which I completely understand, but it's the tool. It's not the boss. Exactly. Yes. Because essentially the boss is our, is our soul, right? Our psyche, mm -hmm. our psyche, that is our direct connection to Correct. God or to the universe or to right. life force. Right. Definitely. That's our direct connection to that, like infinite intelligence, that intuition, right? right? Correct. Right. But it doesn't come through when the mind is in control, when the mind is mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you in, in the, in another direction. Right. There's actually this quote that I was, I'm, I was, imp I'm going to implement into my, I'm doing a Spanish workshop on Thursday. Ooh. So, uh, the quote that says by Albert Einstein, uh -huh. so, the intuitive mind. <laughs> Sorry, my neighbor's upstairs. I don't know what they're doing here. <laughs> it's like, uh, what? I it's love recording from home. Uh-huh. <laughs> I know. I'm surprised Brownie, my dog, isn't here, like, whimpering because oh. he's not by the room. <laughs> so if you hear her, it's him. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. Um, it was, I mean, I don't remember it word for word, but it was something yeah. along the lines of the intuitive mind. So mm. to me, the intuitive mind is mm -hmm. the heart, right? That intuitive connection. Yes. The soul. Right. The intuitive mind is 
a divine gift and the rational mind, so the one that's like trying to control our lives uh-huh. and our fears, is a faithful servant. Yes. We've created a society that honors the servant and forgets the gift. Yes. Right? So we're so focused on like the rational, the no yes. but this, all these limiting beliefs, mm-hmm. and we don't let the gift, the soul, the intuition shine through and guide us. Right. Yeah. I love that quote. I forgot about that quote. Yes. So when you finish saying it, I'm like, yes, that's right. Yes. Yes. So I'm and like working on translating it into Spanish. I'm like, hmm. I know <laughs> it's, it's, and that's the part of the way shower, right? Cause all of these terms and the things that we're doing are not in our, our language are not in Spanish because there is no word for mindfulness. I created, I it's Pres- just mente presente is what I call it. And yeah. when I use, I practiced it on people on the street, because here, you know, I'm in Los Angeles, there's a lot of uh, Central Americans. And so I needed to describe them, like what comes through is like, oh, mente presente, because it is that being yeah. present in the mind. Yeah. So there is no word. And that's something that I struggle with. Just recently, I've been mm-hmm. starting to show up in Spanish, because mm-hmm. I'm like, you know, it's not my comfort zone, but in order to grow, right. I need to push my comfort zone, so, mm-hmm. and I want to help my community, I want to give back, and I know yes. that if this, if this space of self-growth and self-development is so um, foreign to, like, even mm-hmm. Americans, which mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. even more foreign to people right. in our, in our countries, right? 100%. So I want to, even if it's just to plant a seed, even if they're not like, yes, yes I need to go work with Michelle because she's going to help me tap into, but at least like, like what my mom did with me, she planted seeds, seeds, mm-hmm. seeds. And eventually when I was yes. ready, the seeds started to flourish. Yeah. To, yeah. To bloom. yeah. It's, it's important. And, you know, when you talked about that, that moment that could have been catastrophic for you, right? Not like losing almost the dream per se Mm -hmm. of this, this career that came with all the things. And, and then when you allow for the redirection and to show you, but that also takes practice to surrender, right? Um, What are, what are some tips or tricks that you can give to the listener to perhaps what is helpful in order for you to surrender to you, to, the universe, which is ultimately yourself. So I know it sounds cliche, but (laughs) connecting, right? Like Mm. really developing a deep level of knowing, knowing who you are as a spiritual Mm -hmm. being, right? Like where you come from. You're not, you're not just your body. I'm not Michelle. My name is Michelle. That's not who I am, right? right? I'm not my mind. I have a mind. Mm -hmm. So it's like, who am I really? What Mm -hmm. am I? Mm -hmm. So really asking these difficult questions that you don't really encounter yes and realizing that we are a direct connect we are a direct manifestation of source right yes for you Mm -hmm. or anyone so if we're a direct manifestation of that source that divine source of life we are we're connected to to it to, to them so just that just knowing that and reminding myself of that gives me a sense of it's going to be okay. Like, you know, it's not all about this current moment because Mm -hmm. this moment may be very difficult, but if this is happening, there is a higher reason. Like just 
but it really comes from a level of knowing, like developing mm-hmm. a deep level of knowing. Mm-hmm. Yourself, knowing it. Yeah. And, that's, and that takes a lot of, you know, connecting, mm-hmm. meditating, right? like a lot of, I mean, like, like I said, it's going to sound cliche, but meditating, you know, breathing and visualizing yourself connected to source, to each other, because we're all interconnected. Yes, correct. Yeah. In one way or another, directly or indirectly, we're all interconnected. That's it. That's it. And and I, you know, being mindfulness, I'm obviously a meditation activist. And yeah. I talk about it a lot because um, I don't like how society has created this fear in meditation where people are scared because they can't stop their thoughts. And, and why am I sitting here? And like not really explaining the the power behind it and what is the reason for it, right? Mm-hmm. Which is creating a relationship with yourself. Mm-hmm. That's why you close your eyes to go within. Because mm-hmm. you can meditate with your eyes open. That is for certain when we're gardening, right? When we're cooking, when we're fully present in anything or fully immersed, we're meditating. Mm-hmm. But when you want to start creating a relationship, like if you know Michelle and I start becoming new friends, what am I doing? I have to create space, hold space, listen intently, and be here. Mm-hmm. So that's what the invitation of meditation is for, for anyone listening, is that, is creating the relationship with yourself. And um, I think I say this almost in every podcast because it's, it's very important that it's not about stopping the thoughts. It's not about this. It's about what first right? You know, you're going to get in there to know about you, right? Um, And it can start with journaling. You know, if you don't feel comfortable yet to close the eyes, start asking yourself the question, write the question as if it was homework and then fill it out, Mm -hmm. right? And having these different ways to prompt the the inner discovery of yourself. Um, So I'm definitely always like, yes, meditation, meditation. Meditation. It sounds so cliche because I feel like it's been it's almost been like um it's kind of used like as a as a trend now Mm -hmm. yes correct it's i mean there that's it's really it like but doing it really for yourself and without the pressure of like i need to yes i need to achieve this in this meditation Mm -mm. like i was reading a book it's called radically happy I have a book club, by the way. Ooh, I'm joining this <laughs> book club. Good <laughs> email about it. Yes. Uh, and we're reading a book called Radically Happy, and it talks about how meditation shouldn't be like goal oriented, right? Because then uh, 100%. it doesn't allow you to really connect because mm-hmm. you're so worried or so focused on the goal. Mm-hmm. Even if just like, oh, my goal is not to entertaining thoughts. So right. it's like, if thoughts come up, they come up, but it's the fact that you're acknowledging that they're coming up yeah. and you're just le- being aware and releasing them, like yes. let, letting them pass you by. Right. A lot of people like feel so pressured around that. Mm-hmm. No, I can't turn off my mind. It's not, it's not what it's about. Your mind right. is never going to turn off. It's always right. <laughs> Unless you want to become the monk and that is your goal, go for it. But that's not who we all are as the average person, right? We're not going there yeah. to turn it off. So yeah, it's it's important to have the conversation. But yes, definitely hit me up on that book club because it's nice to read these amazing books and having a community to speak about it, right? To get different perspectives. Um, and it's, you know, I don't get 
to I have I have thousands of books, girl. And I wish I could just have a book club and just start talking about all these things that are, you know, because that's how we are kind of grow and integrate what we learn by osmosis from each other, right? Like you're saying, we're so connected. And sparking these interesting conversations that typically aren't going to come up in a regular conversation. Correct. I mean, unless you're all very much like awakened and enlightened, mm-hmm. but like it helps you really look at things from different points of views and really it like picks at you like oh okay I've never thought of that and it's just the conversations that come up are so powerful they are so powerful so besides your book club what other offerings do you have for the community I know you mentioned you had a workshop this coming Thursday yes I have a workshop in Spanish it's called um, so I had a little bit of trouble translating it. It was <laughs> invocando el tu cosmico, so invoking the cosmic mm-hmm. you. I don't mm-hmm. know if I translated exactly correctly. <laughs> no, either way, show or you can make it however it may come through, right? It's just no judgment. <laughs> yes. So it's actually going to be my second event in Spanish. Like I've oh. been showing up on Instagram in Spanish, but this is yeah. my like the second time I'm actually like holding something live in Spanish. I'm a little nervous, but I'm very excited. Um, I try to hold workshops on a monthly basis. Mm -hmm. Like give an opportunity for a community to come together, Spanish and English. And I also have a membership program actually. So it's like a Mm community-based membership program. Have you heard of Patreon? Yes. So I do live streams there. Nice. Do all types of holistic wellness practices, mm-hmm. so breath work, meditation, visualizations, um, different types of heart-centered movements, like nice. Qigong related, mm. just very like mind, body, soul integration. Nice. Like, those are live streams and they're they're actually like recorded and saved on there. So you have like the library of them if you miss the lives. And I also work with people uh, at a one-on-one or mm-hmm. in groups on like okay. long-term basis. like. Right three months, six months for like a complete, like a deep dive and right. uh, permanent changes or at least the, the beginning of permanent changes. Cause you know, it's very, it's going to take way more than six months to really <laughs> reprogram a lifetime right. of programming. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. How are you enjoying, you know, now that you've been redirected from the universe into this new beautiful space that you've, now created and already have experience where you've had clients you've had workshops and um other things that you're offering how are you feeling how is that now for you looking back and now where you are today i'm so infinitely grateful i'm so like i'm like this is even though it's not easy you know Mm -hmm. like starting your own business and like literally doing everything like marketing Mm -hmm. everything 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 you're everything so it's not easy and sometimes I get very overwhelmed mm-hmm. and pressured, mm-hmm. but I'm so inspired. Like I don't lose that inspiration, right? So it's like, even if sometimes I have to take a pause yes. a day of just like, I'm just releasing, I'm just going to be with me and no work, right. but I don't need to be disciplined because right. when you're inspired, when you are doing something you love, you don't need discipline, right? It just comes. Correct. Yes. You want yes. to do it. Yes. So it's just, I'm so happy. I'm so yes. happy. I'm so grateful that I trusted, you know, that yeah. I had that ability to trust in that precise mm-hmm. moment. I love it. Yeah. Cause I mean, if 
I'll, for the listener, I'm going to post all her websites and Instagram. But when you follow her on Instagram, you're going to see it comes through so beautifully, I have to say. Because um, yeah. I, I was I was sharing with her prior to recording that my cousin had shared her Instagram. Like, hey, I think she'd be great for your podcast. And, and you know, I am also an observer, right? So I just followed her and see what this goes, right? And as I kept watching and I can feel the joy through what you're sharing. And um, it's really beautiful because there's such um, two things, innocence and such femininity, which is beautiful it just it's very inspiring so for the listener when you when i post this you'll get to follow her and i'll put all her links up um but definitely check out michelle she's just as this joyous human just coming into her own and um yeah i am so grateful to have you on today and this is just truly magical and um you know coming in and sharing your story um and hopefully it helps anyone out there that may be listening. Um, and so usually I end with, do you have any guidance or any tips or anything that may come through that you think that the listener can benefit from either your experience or the work that you do? First, thank you. Thank you for having me here. And thank you for all the wonderful words you just said. Um, so tips. For the listener, if the listener is in their journey or starting their journey, just go for it. Like mm-hmm. the work that you listen to your soul, right? If you're if you're curious about this and you feel a calling to do more, do it, right? Just yeah. don't overthink how, mm-hmm. oh, but I need a perfect plan. Just identify what it is you truly want. Mm-hmm without creating limitations, right? But like, oh, but this, or or something that I like to always say is like, go after what you want, not what you think you can achieve, right? Because mm. many times we don't, we think we can achieve less than what we really want, right? We yes. don't think we yes. can achieve what we want because there's right. those limiting beliefs. Mm-hmm. So what do you really want? And just what is the first step you need to take to go toward it, right? Just the first step. You don't need a whole game plan right now. Right. And once you're in that first step, you'll start, everything else starts to unfold. You'll, you'll see the next step and then the next progressively. Yeah. Yeah. And that's when you start learning about magic. Yes. And then you start seeing magic and you start believing in it. Yes. And it's mind blows you. (laughs) Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Okay. And then as you know, if you're the beginner, your mind's going to be even more blown when you realize that you are the master of your reality completely. Yes. And that alone changes everything. How you, like when I leave, when you leave the house and you never have to worry that something bad's gonna happen because it's my reality. Nothing bad's gonna happen, yes. right? You are the master. You're the right? architect, yes, exactly. The architect, oh wow. This is such a beautiful mm-hmm. conversation. Um, you know, I'm, <laughs> I'm always ever grateful because it is, um, you sharing your light, your energy, space with me, and expanding consciousness in this conversation. So it always fills me with deep gratitude. And um, again, as I always offer every guest, you know, you're welcome to come back anytime you want. Um, as you're progressing and unfolding your journey, if 
when your book comes out. If you want to come on and talk about this book, you are more than welcome yeah. to. You know, it's funny. This is, um, you know, coming full circle, right? How we felt so uninvited in high school. We now just created a table for ourselves. Exactly. I love it. We right? did. We created it and we're welcoming everyone, right? We're not pushing anyone away as they push no, us away. <laughs> correct. Yeah, definitely. I, I, you know, for this presently, aquí, I get a lot of, well, you should only have Latinos on here. I'm like, I am the representation. My guest doesn't need to be, right? Mm -hmm. That's the point is yeah. the no dividing lines. I am already that. Emails, like, mm -hmm. I have such a hard time, like, just saying like, I only work with females or I only work like, no, I don't, there shouldn't be like these restrictions based on like, no, I work with humans. <laughs> right. Right. The sun isn't saying I only work with other sons or exactly. Exactly. So you understand. Yeah, definitely. So definitely I'm excited for everyone to check out Michelle and all her beautiful offerings for the community. Um, and as always remember that the breath is the secret and always try to lead with love. Again, thank you, Goddess, for joining me today. Yeah, and I am, yeah, this was so beautiful. Thank you again. Oh, thank you. If today's episode resonated with you in any way, please subscribe to my podcast and share with anyone that may need to hear today's message. You can find me at Presently Aki on all social media platforms. Gratitude donations are also accepted via Venmo at Presently Aki. My wish for all of you is to find the courage and strength to start the path to self-love through mindfulness because you deserve it. Remember the breath is the secret and always lead with love.